Sam and Bucky here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, oh, yeah. No, what were we? Oh. What were we again? We're, uh, right. You're dead. No, uh, no he's dead. Brain and right brain? No. He's Deadpool. What? You're... What am I? I? I was, uh, Spider-Man, and you were... I was Ant-Man! Yeah, mm. you were Ant-Man. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what we are. Alright, welcome back <laughs> to Nerds of the Night today. I am your one of your hosts, Jade. I'm and I'm your other host, Ashley. I'm eating your fries. That is uh, our okay. background character, also known as our conscience, that we don't ask for, but it's Chris. You ever had your conscience just say, I'm eating your fries? Yes. <laughs> All the time? <laughs> <laughs> My conscience is hungry. Yeah. All, it, all, it's, the, all it's the time. Weird. Just yeah. all of the time. It's I don't have my, multiple personalities. No. Okay, I'm so we are finishing up our the, evolution of the evolution of a series. Okay, so today I'm so excited um, because we are doing the evolution of theater. And more than likely just because of how much information is in there. We'll see how far we get, but this may be a two-parter! It, it might be. Yeah. Um, I did not even get fully through my studies yesterday because there was so much. Theater, did you know theater is 2,500 years old? That's why it's going to be a two-parter, <laughs> just so much. 2,000! Are you exploring the history of theater? Yeah, kind of. Did either of you write anything down? She did. I have a whole book. She's on point. Good. <laughs> the last time you guys went over to try and give the history of something, it was one person reading off of Wikipedia. Yeah. It wasn't Wikipedia. No, I, I went on, I went, <laughs> I did go, I went on Google and I Googled multiple different things and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I got really confused on where theater started because it's so, it said, multiple different sources said that theater kind of began getting really popular in Greece. Um, uh, not surprising. I know. if you really want to think about it, technically theater's been around since the dawn of man. Yeah. People have always been telling stories. Well, yeah. But, um... Theater the, is just acting out those but stories. But the first built theater was, in like, an actual theater place, like a mm -hmm. stage, was built in... Oh, give me a second. I, I'm gonna butcher names. I'm sorry. But Athens? Yeah. Yes, um, Athens. You did and it. Dionysus... Dionysus. Dionysus. It was the theater of Dionysus. It was built in the shadow of the Acropolis. Um, and uh, it basically was a... Because uh, from what I could gather on the information was that... I'm going to probably mess up his name again eventually. But Dionysus um, was basically like their god of performing mm -hmm. and so their theater was kind of the temple to that god and it started off as just poets reading their poetry snaps so um they would just read their poetry to a crowd i know sounds really boring um <laughs> just kidding no i really i do like poetry but i feel like um there's probably a reason that it evolved <laughs> But they changed it, so eventually the poets started acting out their works, which then eventually led into them hiring actors to act out their works for them, 
which finally led to them um, creating full scripts, longer pieces of works for the actors to act out. And there were, Chris is correct, there were uh, a lot of um, people who did theater and performances in a different, in different senses, in different places. Like, um, one, a few of the earlier forms of theater was thought to be in India and in China, um, but there was no solid, like, evidence of it, so they couldn't, the archaeologists and such so couldn't prove that there was theater anywhere before Greece, just because it was all so old that it was really hard to find any solid, concrete evidence. See, I, ca I can only just imagine, like, the first encounter of this and how it was invented. It's just, like, this one just over-the-top guy just comes over to his friend and says, like, hey, 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 guys, you, you won't believe what happened. And then he's just going on about the story, overacting everything, and they're just sitting there with popcorn it's like yeah i have an idea no jerry but they were probably back. yeah they were probably definitely high on something and that's how <laughs> it got created i would not be surprised be surprised if that was it well so uh, I, there was a lot of, there was a lot of numbers going around while I was looking and searching the stuff up, so an actual timeline was really hard to figure out, and I did not have enough time to do that. That was, so, that's partially me, because I told her of this, like, two days ago. <laughs> I had, I, you, two, like, the night before yesterday, so yeah. I had yesterday to figure all of this out, and I was sitting there at work, and my coworker's like, what you doing? And I was like, I'm quickly searching up a lot of stuff about theater and cramming it into my head and taking notes about it so that I know what to do tomorrow. And they were like, oh, and then I started talking to them about theater and that took away about an hour of time because I get excited about theater and I could talk about it forever. But we don't have forever. No, we don't have forever. We have an so, hour today. So that's why I tried to make sure that I kept it to... Just the important kind of, stuff. The important stuff, yeah. And I kind of did rush through a little bit of it. Just because, like I said, a timeline was really hard mm -hmm. to find. It's but theater. Everything is important. Yes, everything. Like, legit thing. everything. If you take away one aspect, mm -hmm. it is definitely not the same. Yeah. Um, But to continue on here, early theater was... Oh, I already explained that. Never mind. Um... So, going back to the poet reading. Anyway. Blah, 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 blah. Hiring actors, scripts for a purpose of the performance. Aha! While theater started, well, started being more popularly known in Greece. I don't know. Help. Anyway, it spread through Italy and Egypt as wars raged and people migrated. Uh, cultural differences sculpted the shape of theater into something different with each new place it reached. So, um, it... Do you hear the birds all sing in the song? Um, yeah. So, um, with different, with the different places that it went to, um, different places were like, oh, 
Wow, okay. Well, I mean, they probably, like Chris mentioned, they probably had their own versions of theater already. Mm -hmm. But as people, like, migrated and things got mixed around and all of that, they're like, oh, that's a great idea. We should add that to this, which is kind of how theater works, and it's really a beautiful process, and I love it so much. But, um, so it, it's really cool because there's some, like, once it, once it came to Rome, uh, women were even allowed to be on stage because in Greece, uh, women were banned from being on stage, which... No yeah. women in Greece. No, no, no women. women. No women in Greece. Um, but you know, uh, they Greek were, women. they were definitely that. In most places, they were not allowed on stage. As most people know, all the men would dress up for the women roles, which thus drag was created. <laughs> was created um, before they even knew it was drag. Yeah. Um, and. But they were, in Rome, they were allowed to perform singing and dancing roles, but speaking roles were still not very common. Um, Johnny Depp would have loved ancient Rome. Huh? Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp. would have loved ancient Rome. Uh, he absolutely would have. Uh, Johnny and Depp and Nicolas Cage. And, oh, what's his name? What's that guy's name? I don't know. Uh, that guy. What's he from? He dances. That, 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 that guy that dances. He also did uh, the, the Highway to the Danger Zone. I don't oh, know. Tom Cruise? No, no. No, just keep talking about I'm Okay, okay. To the danger zone. Okay, okay. Anyway. Tom Cruise did not sing Highway to the Danger Zone. <laughs> no. I was thinking of the movie Top Gun. Welcome. Uh, okay, so. Continuing. Um, yeah, continuing on. So, yeah, it sucks that women weren't allowed to do some stuff, but, you know, that's why, you know. Kenny Loggins' Footloose. Foot oh, Kevin Bacon. Yes. <laughs> oh, the, the guy that dances. Okay. He I does can't. not sing that, though. No, but Kenny Loggins did Footloose. Yes. Okay, oh my okay. Gosh. Kenny Loggins sang, sang the same song. That's why I was like, it's the same guy who did, yeah, Danger Room. Ah, I see. see. I was just trying to think of a singer, whatever. Okay, so after some time, plays from Rome were destroyed by the Catholic Church as they were thought of as the devil's work. Everything's the think devil. Kevin Bacon tastes like bacon? How, no. No, he probably tastes like chicken. I know someone who's like one person away from meeting Kevin Bacon. Oof. Which that, makes that me seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Which which makes me two people away from meeting Kevin Bacon. Anyway, I'm um, two people. That makes me three people away from Kevin. Bacon. Oh, I'm two people away from the Queen. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. I am the Queen. <laughs> you make a beautiful yeah. Queen, Chris. Okay, um, so as they were the devil's work. However, the Church also brought theater back as a way to spread their beliefs. The priests themselves played roles in them. So, um, I was looking at this, and this happened a lot over the next few centuries, where basically different groups would shut the theater down in their area, and then they'd bring it back, because it was a good way to spe spread what they wanted to spread, and then someone else would shut it down, and then bring it back. It happened a lot in different areas, um, where theater was used to 
how to, how to word this. Ah, uh, theater was used to teach. Spread yeah, spread a message, spread a message, mm-hmm. and teach about different things <laughs> through acting, which is really interesting, actually, because it wasn't even just like the Catholic Church. It happened a lot in. Um, I want to say I was looking at it, and I think India also used it to spread their beliefs that were starting to die off. They were teaching how their beliefs worked, and so that's how they kept their whole thing alive. I can't remember exactly what it was, but... But, I mean, in all honesty, it's like that's a better way of getting people to actually remember stuff, Mm -hmm. because a lot of stuff I don't remember in school just because you know they say it so boringly but if they're over dramatic with it acting it out yeah or stuff like that like i can probably recite you know of course most musicals especially semi-historical yeah based off of musicals and stuff like that or even a comedy act or most movies, I can just recite that just because, you know, it gets planted in your head a lot easier because, you know, it's over dramatic. So yeah. you remember it a lot more rather than, you know, just talking about it. Yeah. Uh, it helps, it helps uh, keep it in your mind when it's something that you're not used to seeing. Exactly. Like, you can go and you can listen to a lecture and you're not going to remember it. But if you go and you watch a theater performance, you talk to people about it. You're like, oh, I love how they did this with this character and this with this costume and this with this prop and blah, 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 Okay. But yeah, all those things that uh, it helps you remember. And then if you forget, someone else will remember a different piece. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, and this thing happened. It really helps do that. Um, so. Speaking of that, so theater, so I already mentioned how theater spread around the world in many ways through many people. Some are still well known, such as Shakespeare and others uh, have been lost to time, unfortunately. There are uh, a lot of playwrights that did, like, you know, we were talking about Greece and Rome and they, you know, would have had a lot of playwrights. Mm-hmm. There are always, with theater, you know, to have a performance, you need to have a playwright who wrote the performance. And unfortunately, a lot of them get forgotten and um, put aside. Honestly, the most remembered one is Shakespeare, which is interesting. Well, I mean, he's been around forever, and a lot of schools and everything. Well, no. His work has been around. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, I mean, and of course, when going, especially in almost any English class, yeah, you're going to read, like, a few of the main ones are, of course, Romeo and Juliet, Hamlet, Hamlet, Macbeth, Macbeth, yeah, and A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yep. Yep. Wait, hold on. He also got lucky because he, Shakespeare... Shakespeare got really lucky with his work being out and around the time when they decided to start preserving works like that, yeah. basically. And so his name was probably one of the most and prominently remembered because of that fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thus we have the Globe Theater. Yeah. Um, so, 
Yeah, I had wanted to go through and be like, oh, so this theater existed and this theater existed, but I did not. There are so many. At 12.30 at night, my brain stopped (laughs) working and was like, hey, guess what? You're going to go to sleep or I'm going to make you go to sleep. And I was like, but I still have half of a report that I wanted to make for the podcast. And it just didn't didn't happen, so I had to rush to the end of it. But, um, so... That's what part two's gonna be. Cute. Just the rest of the information. Like, yeah. day stuff. Yeah! Because this is all, like, stuff that happened over 2,000 years. Wow! Mm-hmm. Um, so some, some uh, areas did fight against theater, including, and at the forefront of it, the Americas, interestingly enough. Um, it, theater was banned in America for the really? longest time. Yeah. Why? Um, it's of the devil. That's why. Yeah, that's it. Came back to that. Um, they didn't think it was the, oh. War- uh, yeah, the, the, the whole satanic panic thing in the early yeah. 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 So what ended up happened was theater. How theater pressed on with people claiming they were going to, and as I mentioned earlier boring lectures they'd be like oh yes we're going to this lecture on this thing and then they'd go and they'd have a secret meeting and they were actually watching a theater performance Mm -hmm. and we're um, learning yeah and uh it's it's really cool and uh because they they would you know kind of it's it kind of almost like makes you feel like little like spies like just um because to do something like that they would have had to have uh, this intense structure for theater of all things and it's amazing and i was so excited when i got to study all this stuff i was like i should have done this sooner (laughs) i mean it's a it's definitely a great conclusion to this segment oh definitely I have an obsession with theater, so don't. If you couldn't tell worry. already, <laughs> I only bring it up like every episode. <laughs> anyway, hey, yeah, I'm a nerd. I, mean, I wear yeah. that. Why be upset if it's just accurate? I was gonna say, because um, I mean, we are called the nerds of the night, and I so. run an event called Dakota Mini Nerd Con. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just a nerd. It's okay. Yep. Um, so, uh, it, going back a little bit, everything kind of, so theater spread through the Americas, eventually, you know, theater won them over. Um, it also spread through and was, um, possibly in, before all of this, Japan, China, and Korea, the Asias, and, um, it was, it was interesting, so I have over here in my extra little facts here, um, the, wait, no, no, I don't, where is it? No, 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 oh, oh, oh! actually, it's right down Yay! here, okay, never Japan. mind, there it is, uh, no, not Japan, no. I mean, I mentioned Japan. Japan's a, are, do you plan on talking about Japan, because Japan's a really fun one to talk about. I, I, I didn't get the chance to, that's where I started falling asleep, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, just but, remember the fact that, just like anything else in Japan, mm-hmm. theater evolved very differently in Japan, because mm-hmm. they didn't have contact with uh, most outside countries. Yeah, oh, I love, 
Yeah, so Japanese I love... theater changed so much more uh, drastically than ever the theater anywhere else. It is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, but um, so Japan, China, and Korea also had a lot of different theaters, as well as obviously London and Africa. Ah, uh, it has had many different forms like um improv and just re- like we mentioned earlier just reading off the works and uh it takes so many different things that like everybody just thinks of theater as oh well you go and you watch a show and there are different ways to there's uh interactive theater there's uh, there's just there's so many different wonderful things that have been incorporated into theater that we don't realize sometimes, and it's so cool. Um, but um, till till somewhere in the seventeen for for an example of one of the things till somewhere in the seventeen hundreds, China used real swords mm-hmm. for theater. Women are now a vital part to stage performances, mm-hmm. and things right down to the techniques and technology we use are always developing it's theater is always changing it is always going somewhere and it's it's so cool i it is so i found i found the thing about the um japanese theater oh cool just a little thing just you know um eight things you need to know about it is called i saw that picture too yeah it's called um kabuki yeah, that's one of that's one of the three forms. I did yes. see that. Kabuki, Kabuki theater. theater. So it's a renowned traditional Japanese performance art, incorporating music, dance, and mime with elaborate costumes and sets. Uh, Kabuki dramas depict tales derived from regional myths and history. So there you go. It, it, honestly, it... It's about as wild as Japan is. It really is, but honestly, just... Everything they have incorporated in it, just all of the costumes and, you know, the, the sets and every it is the beautiful. Oh. Just all of the colors in it, it it's great. And they, uh, even recently, the uh, Japanese playwrights, um, as, many, as well as many others, since we were talking about them earlier, they still take inspiration from Shakespeare, mm-hmm. which is interesting because, you know, they don't usually do stuff with outsiders but mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of cool well what's funny is so kabuki theater kind of evolved very uniquely mm-hmm. as it was a lot of their plays are direct recreations of their like puppet shows i think they're like bunraku mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's what shows. it's called that's what so that's why a lot of uh in kabuki theater a lot of their like movements are exaggerated, kind of mm-hmm. like the puppets, uh, the, the the paper puppets that they would use beforehand. So it, they're very common themes uh, in kabuki theater that typically indicate, uh, typically include like the warrior, the fool, the lover, uh, and uh, a story told with those um, characters. Mm-hmm. And it's very over exaggerated, but very specific. It's very at the same time entertaining but ceremonial at the same time and a lot of times it has a purpose uh they, they'll do these plays like before wars or after wars or to uh 
uh, honor certain rulers, stuff like that. Yeah. So, Kabuki theater is wild and like should be checked into because it looks pretty. It's yeah. Pretty yeah. Fun to watch. Yeah, because you have so, you have Kabuki theater, you have Banraku, and you have the No and Kyojen. I don't. I'm bad at pronouncing <laughs> words. I'm very sorry. I do not mean to like be disrespectful if I'm mispronouncing things. You can laugh at me. Please laugh at me because I'm awful. Anyway, but um, there's the No No and Kojen are they're the they're among the oldest continuous theatrical traditions anywhere in the world, dating back to the 1400s and still seen today. It was more of a spiritual kind of thing, mm-hmm. but, um... And there's just the were, whole thing of yeah. kabuki in general. It's actually made up of three. Yeah. Um, there's ka, meaning sing, bu, meaning dance, and then ki, indicating skill. Oh, cool. Literally meaning... The art of song and dance. That's legit yeah. what it means. Which yeah. is super cool. I know. And then You're hurting me. Yeah, there's there's a lot of... We could literally go into each individual place and how it progressed in each individual, um, like, con- country. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I need to... Ow! And... Sorry. No, you're good. Cats... Digging nails into my <laughs> so Dorothy, that's just not nice. One thing I found interesting about this. So, mm-hmm. um, today's kabuki actors are all male. Mm-hmm. However, the art was created by women. Nice. Yes. That's awesome. Um, Izumo no Okuni was a, a Shinto priestess who began performing in the early 1600s um, at various... Various locations around Kyoto. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's... Which also included shrines and dry river, riverbeds of the Kamo, um, Kamo River, river, which, honestly, can you just imagine just seeing this performed by a riverbed? I would be We go... Yeah, I vote we go on a theater tour. Just yes. kidding. No. Straight, the, to Japan. Just straight to We're Japan. Going straight to beeline. Japan. We're gonna beeline to Japan. Yes. Bye guys. See you guys next, you know, episode Whenever. in a few months. Yeah. I'll get my uh my Wee. one starry hat and we'll go to a forest movie. <laughs> um if you didn't get that reference, good. Mm-hmm. Um no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'll explain after. Okay. Yeah, um, in the ages especially, they had, they have a lot of theatrical and creative skills that really, when implemented into theater or even in, like, movies and TV and, um, books, um, comics, Mm -hmm. all of those things, they do such a beautiful job that it's like it depend like it can take your breath away. It's, you want the facts? You want the facts, Dorothy? You want you want the facts? Dorothy wants the facts. I I only have two more, but <laughs> but um one of the things I was gonna mention while we're talking about um well, well this is from this is from Italy, so I don't really want to like switch that quickly, yeah. but. 
while we're talking about backdrops in theater places and um one of the things from italy was a thing called and i'm once again gonna butcher this please forgive me commedia dell'arte yeah commedia dell'arte an italian performance type typically only used a basic backdrop and little to no props they didn't use like uh, it was a it was a form of the way that they were playing. The point was to just use themselves. Um, it, it it may you know costumes stuff like that if they had them and wanted them, but they uh, didn't use. They didn't have a set. They didn't have props. They didn't have you know sound cues. Although I think that's more of a newer thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> they didn't have. Well, I guess technically it wouldn't be. Sound cues would be just as old as theater itself because, like, digital sound cues would be a newer thing. But um, in, like, one of my first shows, I was part of um, the, on on stage, it was part of the performance, but we were part, we were the Foley table, which basically we had, like, a metal sheet for the sound of thunder. Mm. thunder. We We had a rain stick. So these, they have been made, you know, forever, where they've got, like, the, uh, sometimes they're used with, um, smaller animals, you know, poop, and, um, yeah, yeah, well, like, um, rabbits, or Mm -hmm. the the ones that would have little, little things, yeah, Mm -hmm. but it's put Mm -hmm. into, like, a closed-off tube, so that when you turn it, it, they, they fall down slowly, and it makes that my mom was thinking uh, that the uh, rabbits were being put in rabbit. there and moved back and forth. No. Uh, it's yes. like, let's just put the rabbits in there. What no. noise would they make? A rabbit in a tube. No, no. No, it's there. It's, it's. It's gross, but it was their feces. But now, now we can use like we use like plastic pieces or whatever. We use beans. Like, beans. Yeah. Are you talking about rabbit poop? Yeah. Rabbit poop's not that gross. No, it's, it's not. Fiber. Little pellets. Yeah. It's literally just fiber from the plants. Yeah, I know. I have I have a bunny. His name's Finnick. I've got a I've got a buddy who has a rabbit, and they they just they don't have a cage for it. They just let it roam. Yeah. And uh, I, asked, I asked him, I was like, hey, what what do you do with the poop? He goes, I don't know, we just sweep it up. Yeah. For the most part, that's all you really have to do. That's what we do with our, our rabbit, too, kind of. Except he does have a, his little bedroom. <coughs> we keep him in his bedroom so that he doesn't chew on things or get lost or get eaten by the dog. So, anyway, so they would use rain sticks to mm-hmm. make it sound like rain, and they would use, you know, maybe like a gong or something like that to make those noises. Um, different ways to make any, like, noise cue that they need. They didn't, back then, they wouldn't have had doorbells, so they would have just knocked on the door. <gasps> yeah, just brought a bell with me to their front door and just, clang, 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 clang. Yeah. They would like open the door just holding like a triangle. Or, yeah, or like in like how they mentioned in China how they used real swords. They wouldn't have had to m- make the sound cue to make that sound because the swords would have been making the sword sound, which is terrifying. Fun fact: 
We do not use real weapons as props anymore. I do. No. I no. never tell anybody. D- no, that's that's bad. No, that's, it's okay. No, it's bad. No, no, it's okay. No. No, it's okay. People have died. No, it's okay. Even in movies. No, it's okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. So just no. We no. Except for Chris, if he wants to die, then. No, I'm the one with the real sword. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. As the director of, just kidding. No. <laughs> the, the director of what? My own show. I don't know. I'm actually writing my own script, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. Hi. I would love a part in it. I, well, well, have, just, I ever, have I ever told you about it? No. Ha ha. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> have I told you about it? No. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm not gonna. No. You get to be... You'll see. Just kidding. No. Um, actually, Surprise, so... you're dead. <laughs> Oh, that gives me a brilliant I, idea. Oh my god, don't! Hold on, did I'm I tell you? I'm tell just you? knowing you're playing, you're gonna kill me all. Did I tell you about the year I played a corpse? Yeah! No, but that's great. Uh, Christmas Carol. Oh! At oh, yeah. I played three roles. I had Mr. Williams at the beginning. Yeah. I was Fezziwig. And I also played Dead Screws yeah. under the sheet. Yeah. I had a special technique to hold my breath so that my chest wouldn't move. Because mm-hmm. I was literally just me under a sheet. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 my technique was fill your lungs as much as possible and breathe in through your diaphragm into your stomach. So then your chest stays raised and the only slight moving is where they can't see any movement under your stomach. Huh, interesting. Okay. Okay, so... Um, anyway, actually, last year that... I'm gonna pause here for quick theater story. Last year for Christmas Carol, I was Belle, Scrooge's um, young fiancé when they were both children. Um, not children, children, but teenage children. Anyway... She dies at the end. She does not. Um... Dies. Okay, maybe. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, so the thought was uh, or no 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 so we were practicing scrooge's where he sees his dead body and the actor who is playing the dead body his name is kurt um he and actually reminds me a lot of chris a lot It, it is terrifying i would be scared if you two were in a room together i'd be like no no no, no, no. Not because I think he would do anything, but I think you two could come up with so many schemes that it would oh, scare God. me. They must never meet. No. Anyway, now, so now it has to and so oh. he's laying under this blanket, um, and Scro- the Matt, who's playing Scrooge at the time, he's like, he he's drawing closer to the body. He's like, no, I can't, spirit, I can't. And he just he's quietly getting closer to the body because that's what he's supposed to do. And all of a sudden, Kurt jumps up and goes, Rah! and it was so convincing that everybody in the audience. It took them a solid second to realize, wait a minute, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> and we were all we were. It was all the actors sitting in the audience because we were still practicing oh, without the. No, it wasn't an actual audience. I was going to say, it's like... (laughs) No, it was a rehearsal. Um, They had just blocked the scene, like, a couple couple weeks prior. And Matt was so scared. He fell on his butt. And then every... Huh? Matt's adorable. 
He's 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 yeah, he's something. He, he's he really a soft is. Beast. He is. <laughs> he's yeah, he's he's pretty cool. Um it's definitely <clears throat> interesting working with him. But anyway, I'm sorry, I could talk about my co actors. He's very oh, animated. Very, he is. very, he very is. eccentric. He is an animated character. He mm-hmm. is an anime character. Yeah. That is what he is. No, he's not an anime character. He's like a family guy character. <laughs> um, very but, exaggerated. Very. Um, but, so, uh, it was hilarious. We all, like, took a solid second before we all realized what happened, and then it was just laughter. For, a, like, a minute and a half of all of us just laughing because it was great. Even even Matt was laughing. It wasn't like we were laughing at him and he was sitting there crying or anything You were like kind that. of laughing at him. We were laughing at what Kurt did. <laughs> and and Matt's reaction. But Matt yes. knew, knew <laughs> that it was eventually going to happen because they had talked about it, like, two days previously. Where he was like, you better not ever, like, jump out at me. And he's like, oh, now it's going to happen. Yeah, you, you gave him the idea. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, you put it into motion right there. But, yeah. But it was, it was, it was hilarious. It was great. Okay, now we can move back into actually talking about the thing that we're here to talk about. I mean, we have been talking about theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I found. Theater. Yes. The history, because I feel like this, of course, needs to be in it. Um, the history of musical theater. Yes, I was. That was. You could the... Probably put that in part two. Mm. I mean, we're only at thirty-seven minutes. What else? The could importance we talk? of theater. The importance. It's a very big thing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely or, a way. Of, yeah, we'll save we'll save musical theater because that goes time. into a lot of today's theater. Because yeah, you know, a lot of theater today is musical, musical theater. theater. Yeah. But, I mean, not even just the importance of theater, but just... High school music. High school music. I'm sorry, but we don't... Okay. Okay. Not everyone breaks out into song. We do. You gotta get your head in the game. We break out into song often. At least once an episode. At least once an episode. Dorothy agrees. If you hear me play any game, I pop in a song. All the time. All the time. Another reason? No, he wasn't singing last night. I almost, I almost want to start singing everything I say from this point on, but I think that that would get annoying. Why would you sing everything you say? Oh, you actually have a pretty good voice. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm watching the lines. (laughs) That's funny. Our clap is like. Okay, we'll stop. Okay, we'll stop. We'll stop okay. this for the next 30 minutes of the stuff. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. No, go on till so long people will think it's something else. Yeah. Uh, that, that is not happening. Find out if they got her people. Okay, okay. Anyway. Welcome back to the nude community. Anyway. Um, wait. Aw. Ashley, you're wearing pants. How could you? Oh, you you're wearing, wearing a shirt. Pants. Okay, that's. Now I'm wearing a hoodie. Mm. Yeah, but you're also wearing pants. <laughs> no, they're not. Do they cover your entire leg? Sort of. No, they Her don't. Her ankles are showing. Okay, Blasphemy. Then they're caprice. <laughs> okay, okay, but um. 
ankles. How dare I? I'm a How dare you? my ankles. Okay, now I have to. There we go. Now my ankles are fully showing. Okay. Um. I'm glad I'm on the other side of this partition. Oh my gosh. Tell him I dare you. Just kidding. Babe, we still need our shirts for the con. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yes. And we'll get it made. Because okay. it, it'll just be our shirts for okay. now. Yeah. Also, everybody go to Minicon. The Black Hills Con. Black no, Hills no, Con. Go to Minicon. Why Minicon? Because you're you made Minicon. Okay, I did. But, <laughs> but first go to Black Hills Con and then go to Minicon. I want Minicon is after. I why, thought why go to Minicon? Why? You made it, Jade. Well, I I was just confused because we're gonna be at BHC, so that's why I was like, wait, are you confused on where we're are going? Are you not gonna be at Minicon? I am. We are. But I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be there. I just, I haven't, like, wait, we should totally do a panel with us this year. We should. You can make that happen. I <laughs> can't. Con. Whoa, I can make things happen at Minicon? No. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. Surprise, there's nothing else happening at Minicon. It's just the panel for Nerds of the Night. <laughs> yes. That would be hilarious. But no. Um, Thank you all for paying us money for admission. Now, hop on in. Yeah, actually, we don't. Charge. I, I know. Yeah. I just think it's really funny if yeah. you did. Yeah, that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways. Come so. Come here. Yeah, and we'll yes, that is again. slightly a shameless plug of no, we do not charge admission for Minicon. It we is do ha- free. They, they do, however, charge admission for Black Hills Con. Yeah. Because, you know. Haha, <laughs> suckers. Just kidding, you know. <laughs> but you can find all of that information at blackhillscon.com. And minicon.carrd.com because we have not gotten our shorthand yet. Uh, but we're working on it. So, yes, back to the theater. Yes, back to theater. All right. That so, was our mission. Yeah, that was our intermission there. If you didn't realize that was intermission, well, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to hold it. Yeah. And you can go to the bathroom after the podcast. Yeah, you yes. can go to the bathroom after the podcast. Don't worry, the second going, act is. Not always longer. Yeah, if you're going to the bathroom during the podcast, I'm sorry, but that's a line. <laughs> There's a line there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least make sure you wash your hands please, after. Please. Please wash your hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back all, to the show. All the hands. Like Shigaraki. Please mm-hmm. wash your hands. Anyway. um, So, cool things about theater. Um... Everybody thinks of theater and they think, oh, acting. But uh, I recently had it brought to my attention that there are a lot of things about theater that most people don't actually think about. And as a person who's a lot a part of theater, I didn't realize that other people didn't think about them. But there, there's a lot of things that go into it. So we've mentioned playwrights, which that's a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. Editing, writing, editing, fixing, changing, cut this out, put this in, blah de blah de blah. Make sure <sighs> it isn't too long of a play, but you can still get or your entire story in there. Too short is actually more of a problem. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And it's um, just weird, because then you mm-hmm. feel like, it's like, I feel like this should be longer. I feel like I'm missing stuff. Yeah. Because uh, there are plays that go... 
hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been to one where it had two separate intermissions. And there are Operas. ones with, Yeah. There are ones I had even longer. But other things that are incorporated into theater, aside from writing and acting... All of the behind the scenes stuff. So we have, of course, the music, the lighting, all of the sound cues, the Mm -hmm. costumes, the hair and makeup, just the director as well. Oh my gosh, the stage managers. The creation of the sets themselves. Yes. Um, The props, did we mention that already? No. Okay, the props like half of them have to be found or created very specific very specific props for each show um there's there and depending on if it's a musical or not Mm -hmm. um you've got the dance coordinator the music coordinator the um vocal coach coach there we go thank you that was the word um you've got there or if there's (laughs) fighting you have the uh choreographer even for the fighting um like in scarlet pimpernel which is coming up march 10th 11th 12th and oh 17th 18th and 19th i believe um 11 dollars for kids 17 dollars per adult just shameless plug anyway um go to seraphintheater.com for them yeah or their facebook page anyway um i'm gonna be in it hi uh but, and right now, I'm the only person who's actually doing a French accent. Hmm. Which, oh, I... One baguette that put that way. I only had that pointed out to me last night. They were, I was, someone was asking, they were like, uh, oh, I don't have my accent down yet. And I was like, oh, no, it's fine. I think there's only, like, two or three of us doing it. And my, and my friend, oh. Miss Janelle, sits down, and she was like, no, I think you're the only one right now. And I was like, really? And she was like... Yeah, and I was like, whoa. Um, but, you know, yeah. so, and that might just be a practice thing, but. Even Dorothy thinks more people need okay. to do a French accent. Yeah. That's okay. You, I used to be able to do a really well, a really good British accent. Yes. Now, every time I try to do a British accent, it quickly devolves into Australian. Oh, no. Right? It's an Oh, no. Australian they're, they're is pretty one that close, though. Australian is one that I can't do yet. Right. What do you What do you do? Right. You yeah. take you take British. Yeah. Right. And you turn it Texan. Ah. Because Australia see. is just the Texas of Britain. That's funny. All right. Uh yeah no I, there is one I do have so French. My, my buddy my buddy who lives in Australia told me do a British accent and then try to speak it in a Southern accent. <laughs> And that's how I got, that's how I learned how to do an Australian accent. And now I can't do a British accent. That's funny. Yeah, no, I have that problem with, um, so French plus Russian is German. So, Hmm. yeah. I, that's how I learned how to do a German accent. And it took me the longest time to not mix them together after that. (laughs) Um... Uh, yeah, even that uh, character development is a super huge part of the thing. Like, people say, oh, they just, they go on stage and, yeah, theater basically is a bunch of adults playing pretend for an audience to watch. But you have but to make them good be- at it. Yeah, yeah but you, you have really to make g- them believe that 
It's like, especially if, you know, someone you know is on stage, you have to be doing so well of a job that people forget that's actually you. We were, yeah. We were, we were the kids who were so good at playing pretend growing up, people thought we were crazy. Yep. But, um... Some of them might be right. Yeah, some, maybe. <laughs> we are crazy. A little. I think all of us are a little crazy. But, and that's also why we do cosplay. <laughs> anyway. If you're listening to this, more than likely you are crazy. In a good way. Are you we sure don't. you're even actually walk, listening to a podcast and this isn't just the voices in your head? You don't the know. the voices in your head. You will never know. That was trippy. Did you just do that, Chris? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was just like, it was super, like, not light in here, and all of a sudden, I'm getting rainbow right. lights, and I'm like, whoa. Ah! No, no, no. Right. Okay. Dark. But yeah, that's another. We, we mentioned tech, but yeah. can you imagine having to deal with all that technology? All it's a lot. Oh, I haven't even, like, started learning that part of theater yet. And I'm already kind of like, oh my goodness, my head hurts. Because, I mean, <laughs> putting together and actually memorizing lines and having people act it out, honestly, that's probably one of the easiest parts. Yeah. Out of everything. Because then you have to do the cues, and especially with all of the sounds, the lights, you have to make sure you get it on point. Uh-huh. It has to be right when you need it because if somebody goes to move towards a door and they're supposed to be sounding the doorbell and when they press the doorbell there is no sound but then two minutes later into their conversation talking to someone you hear ding dong yeah see that's why this right here is why another another plug and everything check out um the play that goes wrong (laughs) It yes. is both a show that you can find on Amazon Prime, plus there is an actual play. It is legit just a play that goes wrong. Anything that could happen that goes wrong, it goes wrong, and it points out the importance of making sure everything is spot on, even people remembering their lines of what can happen if even one thing goes wrong. It's a domino effect, honestly. It was hilarious it is absolutely hilarious there are pieces of the set missing half of it all falls apart by the end it there was characters one of them gets knocked out like twice yeah throughout the play so they have to put and they don't have an understudy for that character so they just put one of the tech people in there with with a script there's, you know, even... She drops the script a lot. Yeah, there's also the part where it's, like, the characters get put in a loop and everything, so oh, conversation yeah. just goes over and over a few times, missing, you know, props that are not in the right place and everything, so they have to try and act like, you know, oh, that's what was meant to happen, or people forgetting their lines, or saying the wrong thing, or... Mm-hmm. Everything like that. It the shows. missing dog. The missing dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was one of those kind of interactive plays, that, at least the one that I went to, or yeah. that we went to, um, was 
the tech people before the show would go up to you and talk to you and ask, hey, have you seen the dog? Or uh, do you mind helping me put this piece up on this set? Or yeah. uh, stuff like that where they would uh, they would go, they would talk to you, interact with you. You could ask them questions. Um, we had one person who was sitting by us. They were looking for the dog and they were like, they were like, no, I haven't seen it. And then I, I, I knew one of the tech people, the actor playing the tech person. I was like, it went that way. And they were like, oh, really? And they chased after the, in the direction where they, where I said that the dog went. And then they came back later and were like, it wasn't over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it but yeah, it, it just shows the importance of making sure. And that's why, especially if you ever get the chance to even work on a play, that is going to be, the cue to cue is going to be the longest night. Mm-hmm. Because they run through and make sure everything is on cue from the lights to the music and everything is in place minimum of at least three times yeah yeah everything and the setting so the crew yes during the play it's stressful on the actors to do the acting but it is stressful on the crew to set up the scenes that the actors are acting in especially if you only have so little to do it. Yeah, you have like two, not even two not minutes even that. to set up a scene. And it's worse when, like in Christmas Carol, the cast that was not busy at that moment were the crew, except for two people. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, one person, because the other person was also, she just didn't come in until Act Two. So the entire time, the cast that was not doing anything at that moment was in charge of put you put out this table and you take this thing back in i forgot a bench how dare you i know (laughs) i was so mad at myself i was sitting backstage i was panicking and then kurt genius that he is because of the scene that we had coming right up he was like it's okay i just won't take my little stool out there i'll sit on the bench instead and then I'll take it back in when we go back in. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> and it, it worked. Um, it kind of messed with a smaller scene, but they, they made it work too. Yeah, because um, you have to work around that. After, stuff, after that, yeah. Um, I, felt, I felt terrible. I apologized profusely. <laughs> but because um, I, I forgot it. And then the next time I was like, I will not forget the bench this time. And then I almost forgot it again. And I was like, no! ran out there and I grabbed it and I was like I got it and they were like good job and I was like thank you and I mean on top of that um aside from the tech there is also the hair makeup and costume people yeah because oh my god you, you wouldn't think much about the hair and makeup because some people think it's like oh the actors must do their own it's like well, no some... a lot of times yeah a lot they're in wigs a lot of times, um, there is hair and makeup, but, um, all of the shows I've been in, I've never once had someone do my hair or makeup. Yeah. We, all the actors and actresses in, just with the group that I do it with, we all just do it ourselves, or we help each other out. Yeah. Um, like, for Christmas Carol, oh my goodness, the ghosts were so intricate with their makeup mm-hmm. that, 
they had to help each other. They had their designated mirrors. All the rest of us had to share the other mirrors and the mirrors that they weren't using once they were done because uh, they had such intricate makeup. They showed up an hour before call, which is an hour before the show. So that's two hours early. Yeah. So they could start their makeup and they just finished right before the show. Yeah. It and was crazy. Because uh, when I was in college down in Louisiana, I helped out with theater. Yeah. I mainly, and it's also because, you know, the <coughs> the costume and makeup director found out, you know, that I was a cosplayer. And so I could actually, I actually knew how to work and handle wit. Mm-hmm. So, I did all of the hair for the Adams Family musical. Yeah, you mentioned that. Um, it was about ten wigs. And the only one that I really did not do, which I honestly think... I'm sorry, I, th- I think it really wasn't the best choice. Uh, they put Wednesday Adams in a bob. <clears throat> and they cut the wig themselves. And it looked really choppy. Why? It's like, no, Wednesday Adam is known for her for pig- her pigtails. Why? Why put her in a bob? In the original show, in the cartoon, in the newer show movies, like everything she's ever been in, she has pigtails. Everything. Yeah. I that I I'm sorry, I, I hated that choice. And again, they cut the wig themselves That's- and it looked really, really choppy. If you do not absolutely have to cut a wig don't don't if you Find know it yourself if you know how to cut a wig properly or you know someone who does know how to cut them properly and it's an absolute necessity then you know do that but don't just because once you cut it it doesn't it, grow done. back that's a it's a wig that mm-hmm. does not grow back it um so in I, I feel like I shouldn't have to me- mention that because it's common sense, but I know that I had a time in my cosplay career where I did not think about that. Mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, yeah, I need this wig to be this style for this panel. Uh, it was the um, Oron High School Host Club yeah. panel, and uh, I let a friend of mine at the time cut the wig that I was using, worst mistake I could have ever made. I still have that wig. It doesn't look so awful that I can't wear it for certain roles, but it is not a good wig anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, it's only for specific roles or if I'm wearing like a hat over it and you're just seeing the ends of the hair. Because it's just, it was so choppy and so bad, and it will never grow back. And it also serves as a constant reminder to not cut my wigs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, on top of that. But yeah, so in the span of maybe two months, I had to style about ten different wigs. Yeah, um... And it was all different kind because this was for the ancestors, meaning completely different styles. Yeah. For 
everyone yeah. from the Victorian style to Western to just a flapper as well. Here's what I also didn't like. The costume director tried giving me a wig with a natural part mm -hmm. down the middle mm -hmm. and tried telling me, give it side bangs. I'm just like, that is not physically possible. I'm Why sorry. Why would they use that for Wednesday? I don't know. Because, yeah, they tried giving Wednesday these side bangs and everything with her bob. And oh. I'm just like, it has a natural part. I had to tell her five times. I'm like, it has a natural part down the middle. If you want me to put in side bangs, get me a different wig. Yeah. Because I am not working on this. You cannot put side bangs in a hair, in a wig, that has a natural part down the middle. Yeah, the wefts don't work like that. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not like a regular head. I'm sorry. But, um... You know, costuming is such a big part because it, it really helps define the character. That's the final aspect of yeah. them getting into their character because they can easily act it out so well. Once you put them in that outfit, they it, become that well, character. And it helps the actor to have a costume too. Like, I've noticed, I can sit there and I can be like, Oh, well, now I am this character and blah de blah de blah de blah But um, once I get, you know, for example, I, in Clue, I was Yvette the maid. Mm -hmm. um, if I, oh, as soon as I put that costume on, as soon as I had it on, I felt like I was actually able to be that character. Yeah, it was, <laughs> she was so fun. Um, but, uh... So, I, the costumes are so important. And like Ashley mentioned, uh, it can take months to get a show put together. Like, I think we're going on... So, we're almost at our two-month point because our show is so close. Uh, we're almost at the two-month point for our show, The Scarlet Pimpernel. But there are some shows, like uh, with the... Black Hills Playhouse, they do shows every other week. Mm -hmm. They have <clears throat> one week to get costumes, sets, lines, blocking, dancing, singing, and everything in between. One week. Let's also not talk. Let's also not forget about like quick changes. Oh, oh my gosh. So I worked. And this is also the extreme importance of the costumes and the makeup people. We handle the quick changes. Mm -hmm. I was once working, again, for for school. We were doing a show called Lend Me a Tenor. Which is, of course, about... It takes place in, like, 1920s, 1930s New York. And it's about this very, um, very popular tenor... And everything. And, you know, he was supposed to, you know, go on and perform. And then something happens and they think that, you know, he's dead. So someone has to impersonate him. Mm -hmm. So with that, and he's just this in this exquisite costume. Not a, exquisite, but he's in this, like, over-the-top 
we of course end up changing it up because in the original play because again it was so long ago yeah uh they used blackface in the play in the original oh of course that was changed up to where we just put them in clown makeup okay so because we're just like yeah, no we been, are not doing that i haven't been paying attention mm-hmm. that sounds so much worse to what? put them in clown makeup instead of blackface why were they in blackface it was a, it was a, I don't know, it, it was a pretty old play. Yeah, but was the character supposed to be of African-American descent? No, that was okay. the thing. That, that was my question, because I, my brain immediately went from, from like, why would you put them in clown makeup then? <laughs> no, no, they're Italian. That, that, oh, <laughs> so, they, so they're clowns, got it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But no, in in one scene we had to, again, they were trying to deceive the people, make you know them think that one person is another. So we had to take him, and we had about a minute to do this. Yeah, maybe just Always. a little bit more. We had to get him changed from his from his suit into the clown costume and put on. At least part of the makeup. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, quick changes are intense. As the name implies, they are quick. Yep. And I did one show. Like, I, I was joking with my parents the other day. I was like, I think my acting career is going to um, consist of two things. Characters that have way too many quick changes and characters that I'm doing last minute because somebody ends up getting hurt or sick or um, isn't able to make it for some reason. Mm-hmm. So the reason that I made that joke was because um, not the first show I was in, but the second show I was in, Footloose, interestingly enough, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was both, I was three different things. I was the, uh, I was the principal of the school. I was also ensemble for, like, the girls, and then I was ensemble for the, um, cowgirl, cowboy (laughs) scene, but they ended up taking me out of that one because I had the other ensemble, and I had to quick change twice, back to back. So Mm. what happened was... Um, they had the song with the, um, I need a hero. Yes. Um, I was in that scene and the costume, the costume person, she was, she was a wonderful person, a little stressed out, but wonderful, um, did such a great job, but she tried to kick me out of that scene because she felt that back to back quick changes was going to be too intense, which I completely got, but the director asked me, she was like, do you want to be in this scene as the principal, or do you want to be in this scene as a girl, like, as a younger girl? And I was like, I kind of want to try the back-to-back quick change. And I was so proud of myself because um, I did have a little bit of a uh, issue where, so I was wearing Converse for when I was the girl, And when I ran in, so I ran in, got quick changed into the girl, ran out, 
did the scene, ran back in, and quick changed back into the principal. When I ran back out for the parishioners scene, I still had my converse on. Mm. <laughs> but that was the that was the only thing. But I was one of the parishioners in the back, and they were black converse, so it wasn't likely that it was gonna happen that someone was gonna notice. But then after that, I had to run back in and change again. And then uh, I went out and I did another scene. And then finally, the last change was not a quick change because my next scene was a few scenes away. So I was able to go in and the the costume designer lady, she was, I, I like being helped with my quick changes, but sometimes you just really can't. So other than her helping with getting like the jacket on, she couldn't really help me get into any of my clothes. And um, we went from kind of being at each other's throats because she was kind of mad at me for telling the director that I wanted to be a girl in, like, a teenage girl in this other scene because mm-hmm. she didn't want to have to deal with the quick changes back to back. But then um, I was like, thank you for all your help. And she was like, no, yeah, you did a, you did a great job. And I was kind of proud of myself because I felt like, you know, I made a good impression. But... <laughs> um, Quick changes are so stressful because y'all, you have to have it right on time. You can't because like that was I was thing too. Was, yeah, yeah. I, I was lucky that I was in the back and that my shoes were black <laughs> because um, you know if I'd been wearing, let's say, I was wearing bright red Converse. And I was standing at the front, that would have been a little more noticeable. Mm-hmm. So, but, and since then, I have had multiple different characters with quick changes like that. And Christmas Carol, without even five, not this last year, but the year before, without even five minutes of knowing beforehand, I ended up taking over the role of Belle for one of the performances because. Mm. One of the girls, uh, the the person who was supposed to be doing it, had an issue with um, some medication she was taking, and she was getting really bad vertigo, and the platform was 12 feet up off the ground. Oh, yeah. So she was scared, and so I was thrown out there with five minutes of preparation of lines and just barely knowing her walking. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I walk out. And Steven, the, um, the owner of Seraphim, who was playing Scrooge that particular year, just immediately, internally goes, oh no. <laughs> and Matt Vidal helped me immensely with that scene. He was great to work with. Um, and, yeah. I mean, the breakup scene kind of sucked because I couldn't remember all five monologues in five minutes. But I got as much of it as possible, and I was actually quite proud, and it's my hero story. But then this last second star semester, I ended up taking someone else's role two minutes before, or not two minutes, two days before the performance. And that's when I made the joke of, oh, I'm my life's just going to be quick changes, and last-minute characters, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've accepted my fate. I should get used to it and get better at it. One thing I... Well, last thing. Yeah. Um, just as we slowly wrap this up. Yep. Um, I want 
people to just like keep in mind that if you're just working on a play and you're you know not you know one of the actors or actresses actually playing a character in the play that does not mean you are not important every piece to a performance is important i don't care if you're <coughs> main stage character front and center i don't care if you're background character number two and you don't even say any lines I don't care if you helped paint the set for like 30 minutes on a Wednesday. You're important. It's important. Because it. that treat everyone like they are an important part of the play. Because that was one thing with me was, again, I was one of the main makeup people for, um, of course, both Lend Me a Tenor and the Addams Family musical. Mm-hmm. I was mainly working on the ancestor on the female ancestors and making sure what's his name Mm. the uncle oh uncle lester lester yes i was making sure his makeup stayed good because again with his costume and under those bright lights he was sweating a lot oh yeah um up of the actual play I was only known as Makeup Girl. Aww. They did not learn my name until the fourth day. Aww. Learn the people's names of who you are working with because honestly, just the yeah. fact that you realize that they are actually there and they are a person. I also know for a fact, and people, the other makeup people told me for Lemia Tentner and everything, if I was not there, they would be screwed. <laughs> These yeah. people are important aspects. Very important. I mean, of putting on a play. It is really hard to remember names sometimes. It's actually kind of funny. Um, different performances that I've been a part of most of the time, if you're an actor or actress, you'll get called by your character name. Mm-hmm. It, it's happen. a thing. Um, recently, I've been known as Jade instead of Jade because my Jade. character is Jeanne. So, yep. <laughs> that being said, I've been introducing myself as Jade, and that's because it's funny, and also, I just, now I can't stop saying my J's without the J sound, J. it's it's funny. I tried to call my friend Janelle, Janelle, the other night, <laughs> and I was like, no, and her husband yeah. was like, wait, have you been having problems with J names for a long time? Because I feel like that would be stressful for you, you know, being Jade jobs mm-hmm. <laughs> and i jade was like jobs jade jobs it makes i mean it makes me sound more exotic i'm cool with that mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah no it's important to at least try just showing that you're trying to remember their name especially um, like we're not saying everyone but especially if you're working with them a lot directly Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, yeah, I remember the name of the guy that painted, the, like, going back to the painting, painted this part of the set. I totally know that. No. No, that's fine. Just, if you haven't met them, then it's not the end of the world. Don't try to, like, stress yourself out over remembering everybody. Just give credit where credit is due, because even if... It makes their day, especially because our literal job is to be invisible. Yeah. 
that is our job is to be invisible but make sure all of this gets done yeah uh i actually feel kind of bad because as an actor or even just someone helping with this stuff um everyone always thinks of the actors when they watch a show they don't think oh look how the director blocked this scene out it turned out so well Soon as opening night, I was I was listening Hi. to Stephen Ferrugia, the um, main here. director of Seraphim Theatrical Entertainment. He was pointing out, he was like, if you're going to be a director, you have to realize that as soon as opening night comes up, you are no longer a part of the show. Um, because people don't typically think about the person who directed all of the pieces. They think about how the how they went, how the actors performed them. The costumes the actors are wearing, the cool props that they have, they don't think about the people that aren't on the stage. Mm-hmm. They don't think, oh, the uh, crew got all of the all of the set pieces out right when they needed to be. That was great. They don't think, oh, look at that person's makeup and hair. That's on point. Look at those costumes. They must have spent hours and hours of work Ow. putting those together. They don't think, why are you why? Um, oh, the director okay. must have spent, you know, time making sure that they got this, the blocking of this scene to look as natural as possible. And it's not the fault of the crowd. That's just how theater works. Mm-hmm. But so as an actor, it is so important or someone who's just helping out with the performance. It's so important to show those people that they are appreciated and that um, they like just them being there is a great help because sometimes sometimes they do have an attitude and it is really hard to get past that mm-hmm. but just them showing up is a reason to not necessarily oh you're so wonderful oh let me grovel at your feet oh but show them thank you i appreciate your hard work just saying that yeah it it will make their day it will make you feel better. It, <laughs> it also made so makes the the place that you are in, you know the yeah or uh, the aura of the I don't know what's the yeah. you know what I'm talking about that the atmosphere the, the atmosphere, atmosphere feels so much better because it's not in as intense. It's oh you messed up you'll do better next time or oh you did that really great backstage I hear like with the crew and the actors I hear that so much with Seraphim because we all work together and it's with that it's a lot with that with different theaters but there are sometimes where it will seem intense and the way to step forward out of that tense is to be that person that shines the light on everybody backstage, too. To step out of the tent, you have to unzip it and open the door. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but, but, um, you yeah, know, um, I, I think, I think that is a good place to yeah. stop for today. But, you know, speaking of which, thank you guys for listening yes. and for giving us your support. Um, please go and check out our Facebook, our Spotify, our RSS, our Patreon, our... Everything. Everything, yeah. If you have any stories that you would like to tell and everything, see, that's what could be, like, a Patreon episode, is if we got 
listener tales. Yeah. Just any kind we, of, like, your nerdy experiences and stuff like that. Yeah. We would love to start doing that. It would it would just be a semi-short episode, but it would be it, your oh, guys' story. Yeah, you can even, you can email us um, at nerdsofthenight42 42. I was thinking at 49. gmail.com. Just put in the subject uh, line, listener tales. Listener tales. And we'll make sure we get it to them because honestly, I would love, well, love starting that up. We I will, mean, in the meantime, we would have, we would have to read through it to make sure that it's yes. something that's okay. And um, of course, you can put on there whether or not you would want us to say your name. If you don't want us to say your name, you can just, you know, keep that out or we'll, even tell us. Or you could say, hey, if you could call me, you know. Or call me by this or whatever. Yeah. Whatever's comfortable for you guys. Mm-hmm. If you could call me Bert, I would appreciate that. <laughs> I'm Bert. I'm Bert. Or Kevin. Or I'm Clara. I don't know, but um, as long as you're anonymous names to Keith, Keith, as long as you're not a Karen, yeah, yeah, no, we'll be fine, yeah, (laughs) Um, (laughs) nothing against the effort, whatever. You know what we mean? Yep. All right. Anyway, as we were saying, thank you guys for listening. Please check out the things that we mentioned throughout this episode, and. I feel like this turned out to be a really great episode. I yeah. enjoyed it. All right. It'll be our first two-parter. First I know two-parter. a few of them should have been two-parters. Like the Resident Evil should have been two-parters. Yeah. But no, it's two hours long. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. We're learning. We're we getting, are learning. We're getting better. Um, Make sure to message us. See if there's anything you would like to hear about. Anything you'd want us to talk about. Anything Any that you want us to. Any stories that you guys have. Anything. Thing. Anything you want us to shut up about? Just kidding. No, we won't. We won't shut up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That that's I the whole point of the podcast. Chris already causes us to be quiet for at least two ten seconds before every show. I'm not even joking. It's 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 I'm unbearable. Star- I I'm starting ah! I'm starting to think it's not for the recording purposes, but instead it's just for his sanity purposes. Even though he doesn't have any sanity. Would you like mm. to be quiet for the rest of your life? No. <laughs> you can never silence us. We will find ways. But yes, until the next time. As we, always. Yes. Thank you. We love you and goodbye. And stay naughty, my friends. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, I pressed the wrong button. Ah, you gotta press stop. Oh.